0: Keeping our eye on the judgment that is currently being read by a judge, and we can watch it online on YouTube in the case surrounding the assault or the alleged assault of DeFonte Miller and whether or not a off-duty police officer and her, his brother are guilty of aggravated assault and also obstruction of justice for what they tried to do afterwards the the charge is that uh, the two brothers tried to obstruct the the justice system by not being entirely forthright and truthful on what they had to say about what the what actually happened i can tell you that the uh, judge just now saying that he has some difficulty with uh, some of the things that the off duty officer had to say and that some of it some of it does not exactly line up with the truth and the assertion that this, uh, that Mr. Thoreau was trying to arrest Mr. Miller is perhaps not true, and much of the case may hinge on that because is he actually trying to arrest Mr. Miller or is he trying to assault him? And we're keeping our eye on that and i want to get some perspective on the, the the larger issue here and and for that i'm pleased to welcome back to the program lawyer karima saad hi karima how are you
1: hi good afternoon i am doing all right thanks
0: hope yeah thanks have you been watching this uh, this decision not verdict this uh, this ruling as it comes down since 9:30 uh, let's begin with the, the let's begin with the openness uh, of it How, does it make any sense to you that I cannot broadcast any of this that I can't play for our audience anything that you or I can just clearly watch on YouTube does that make sense so
1: it's it's a little bit confusing um but generally the open court principle um you know you'd be entitled to sit in the courtroom and observe the proceedings but not without your cell phone and record it yourself here we have a situation where it's already being broadcast on youtube um and a a prohibition on disseminating that any further um and I, i Imagine the rationale might have something to do with not wanting maybe segments or something that would um, be taken out of context. Um, But on the flip side, um, we are already maybe two and a half hours into this lengthy verdict. And um, for someone who doesn't have the time to sit and watch from start to finish, um, I I think it's unfortunate that this isn't going to be available, uh, you know, as a recording,
0: in my in my experience in covering trials, you often don't get the justice reading the entirety of a decision. Why is it the judge doing that in this case?
1: It's um, it's possible because this is such a high profile case. Um, coming at such a critical juncture where we're having all of these discussions about race and policing. um, I I wonder if perhaps his honour um, felt that it was necessary to go into the minute levels of detail um, so that people understand the full context and, and how he renders his decision.
0: When you when you talk about the time we are in, and the justice at the beginning of his remarks, you know, said you know it, it's not that's not what this trial is about, but you know, essentially that he he obviously has to take into account that he must take into account the larger issues. What do you see as the larger issues at play here? Considering that we're dealing with, after all, an off-duty police officer who has been charged. Uh, with aggravated assault, uh, along with his brother.
1: Uh, one of the concerns that keeps coming up, and that is really um, top of mind right now, is how police interact with people, and particularly um, people who are Black, Indigenous, um, and, and in this case, um, obviously, the, uh, the victim of, of the assault was a Black teenager. Um, so... It, in in his opening remarks, um, the, the justice made it clear that he he can only consider um, this specific case. Um, but uh, in taking the broader issues of how policing um, and sure we're dealing with an off-duty officer here, but um, I, I can't imagine that one sort of the, the training is is taken off when you take off your uniform, right? Like that's um, it becomes part and parcel of who you are and how you react to situations. And so where you have such a, a very gruesome uh, outcome um, and, and one where the victim has lost his eye and is suffering um, these permanent injuries, uh, that I think is very topical.
0: You know, in the past on this program, I, I've talked about this whole bad apple theory, which we, you know, the excuse that we constantly get from law enforcement about, well, the, you know, it's just a bad apple, and, you know, we see again and again and again these situations come up, and it's sort of explained away. well, there's a bad apple, and we can need more training. But I wonder, if I may play devil's advocate on this one, we are talking about, after all, an off-duty police officer, and is it fair to extend the actions and alleged actions of an off-duty police officer to the police uh, writ large.
1: Uh, It's interesting, um, the notion of the bad apple, and and we never really complete that thought, because by the same token, a bad apple spoils a lot, right? Um, So, you know, that's, uh, and when we look at the potential obstruction here and Um, the delays in reporting, et cetera, um, I I do think it's fair to extend this because off-duty or not, this is the same person who puts on a uniform and then carries out his duties and responsibilities. And so if this can happen uh, in a situation where he's off-duty, what's to say what's going on um, when he's on duty? Uh, And um, some of the the alleged cover-up I think also raises a specter of concern, this notion of the thin blue line and potential involvement um, by the accused father uh, in preventing some of this information from spreading. Um, I, I do think that this is possibly an indictment of uh, the, the policing in a, in a broader way.
0: I mean, just one of the details that came out in the portion that I was able to listen to before I came on the air was the justice uh, pointing out that uh, the off-duty officer who is alleged to have assaulted Mr. Miller was handed handcuffs by the police and actually put the handcuffs on Mr. Miller himself, which that, that is problematic when you're dealing with somebody who is, you know, clearly uh, alleged to assaulted another person.
1: And in his opening remarks, um, the justice also um, points out that had the roles been reversed and had we been dealing with a black man um, sort of running out and saying, I'm, I'm a cop, give me these handcuffs, and, um, you know, there's a, a very injured white man on the ground, um, would we have seen the same outcome? And and of course, that's a hypothetical, counterfactual. We can't actually answer that question. Um, but considering some of the patterns that we observe, I am very, very suspect that we would have seen uh, the officers hand over the handcuffs and allow this to unfold.
0: There's going to be a lot read into this. And there, I think there's a lot of weight on the justice right now as he continues to read his decision. I, I know lawyers hate this when they ask, when we ask this question, but I mean, from what you've heard so far, do you have any indi- indica- indication which way the justice is leading?
1: I've been listening for all the cues and I, I honestly can't say. Um, the last I heard was that um, his honor had some significant issues with the credibility of um, the, the accused testimony. Uh, so, you know, it's, that leads me to believe that um, we we might have some findings that, that relate to their credibility and, and in a way that doesn't favour them. Uh, but by the same token, beyond a reasonable doubt is an incredibly high standard. And, and that's what the Crown is required to make out. And the accused don't have any responsibility to prove what actually happened. They just need to raise that specter of doubt. Um, So so you're right that this is a very heavy decision. I I don't know which direction it's going to go. Um, His honour has been extremely thorough and comprehensive in his reasons. Um, So, you know, I I am also waiting with bated breath to hear the final outcome.
0: Karima, thank you so much. I'll let you get back to uh, listening to the decision as it's being read out. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. Take
0: care.